0: Welcome, everybody, once again, to Board Stiff, a tabletop board game review show that gets down and dirty, debating the value of one specific game. Let's get stimulated. we're back and we are playing games all the time we do nothing else but play games nobody works here do you yes no oh you do you have to do it you actually make the living. you gotta feed family and feed kids play yeah uh, yes <laughs> we do right uh we're back for another show finally guys it's been a been a, a lot a full moon a blue moon and then some since we've done this um some exciting news actually it's the day after you could have uh, actually joined us um, so it's probably a uh, moot no point, but we did get into uh, Gen Con. We're gonna be discussing basically what we're doing on the show, not as often as we should be, but uh got a good group. So um, what well, our plans are to let you know is once it's all said and done, and we have this great discussion about board games and bringing, uh, what board games to bring to the table. For your significant others, uh, close friends, people that never game before, we're going to have a nice little uh, white page we're going to put together for everybody to take advantage of, including those folks that are watching this uh, video, audio podcast. We'll find out, show you how to get there um, and be able to download it. Right now, if you want to be a part uh, with questions, uh, comments, sarcastic remarks, you can always go to uh, boardstiffgamer at gmail.com is our email. Of course, you can send us an email if you want a copy of that uh, white paper when we're done with it and get that set up. You can obviously go to our uh, Twitter, it's a, at BoardStiff4 for one, two, three, four of us. Um, getting it done. Um, you can hit um, any type of comments in YouTube at BoardStiff. And I don't know if I mentioned, but the website is BoardStiff.info and that'll allow you to get you to the podcast as well, the audio version of it. So. Uh, I think you'll find it interesting. We do t- spend some time trying to find the right games to bring to the table. And so you feel comfortable if you have somebody special that's coming over to your house or mother-in-law or somebody that says, look, you are going to invest their time with you and playing some games. You want more gamers, especially in this world going on right now with the, uh, the world we live in, um, people close at home getting to play more games because we like to play games, right? So play on that games.
1: note. Oh, wait, that's somebody else's wait.
0: tagline. It is, it is. It's copyrighted. I don't know that is it um i don't think,
1: so. I don't I don't think do he'll beer. sue us
0: nobody does yeah he's pretty sure uh, so, i'm pretty sure
1: he has no idea we
0: exist <laughs> oh no he and i are like this we both drink the oh. same beer together it's called uh that was the beer he made it was excellent so i was trying to give him a plug and now i forgot what it was called it's got like star wars figures on it and a whole bunch of cool things it's like the best dark beer Seems you'll ever have but
1: unless it yeah. was star trek because
0: that would be more on brand It would, but I think it had like Chewbacca on it, which is weird. Like, why did he cross... Chewbacca dark. (laughs)
1: Of course, we're talking
0: about Mr. Will Wheaton, the one, the only... Hi, Will. Hi. You'll Um, never see
1: this, but I'm waving anyway.
0: You're such big fans. Oh, that's so fanboyish. All right. So let's talk. Um, So the game that we're going to talk about today, and it's all its pithiness, and we uh, took a look and so we uh, brought up a few different games that were much more focused on let's say maybe close friends or adult games we have a lot of uh kiddos right our kids friends coming over and we're trying to bring them into the mix too and what game would be beyond your typical everyday hasbro games or uh, simple games that would start developing their minds their very malleable minds into becoming uh stronger gamers power gamers last week power gamers love that um, so last week we talked about after finishing up um, our conversations Other Elder Sign, what are we going to do next? And we said we were going to do Above and Below. So, Q, Chris. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Nice. All right. Above and Below. Uh, a game by Ryan Lochhat.
1: I have no I idea how to pronounce it? it, but it's also by Red Raven, game. um, Red Raven Games. Red Raven Games. And they, they uh, have a
0: whole series of them that uh,
1: Ryan has done. And,
0: Uh, The couple
1: I've sampled have all been great, but we'll talk more about this one.
0: Exactly. So let's, let's get into it. It is a a game that actually Chris introduced and spent a a lot of time walking through with the rest of us. So we kind of understood it, which we appreciated uh, that very much. And it was interesting because when we talk about bringing kids in and so forth, well, obviously there's a lot of aspects of that too, as far as theme and how adult content oriented, there's a lot of games out there like that. And uh, this one certainly um, fell into the category that, um, definitely would work for younger younger kiddos. But let's jump into it. And so what we're going to do is always how we do the show. Every, the numbers, the lower the numbers, the better. We'll rate it. We'll talk about it. Give it a review of why we think it is or is not good to bring to the table. And then also rate on the simplicity factor. And we try to keep track of that. And we'll keep that on the, the site as well. Um, we don't go too far down into Board Game Geek and how detailed they go. Just very simple uh, psychology as to what elements we think should uh, be brought to the table. So we'll talk about the simplicity of it. One being very simple, comes to the table, easy, quick to learn, ready to go. Ten being, eh, might be a little tough for uh, certain folks to get, maybe too much. Then the second uh, rating we'll do, which is called the dust factor. Kind of unique in the sense that how much, how many inches or about centimeters for those in the, across no the pond? Um, inches no would be a lot out. of dust. It would be. There you go. That's like, you know, Egyptian
1: tomb level dust.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, uh, which I do have a couple of those games with too, but um, <laughs> this would be something where the lower the better. So how much dust means you pull it off the shelf and playing it so there's no dust on it at all. That would be a 1, a 10 being it sits on the shelf just building it up, okay? And we'll jump into another uh, side of this later on too about our best game, the, the one that gets no dust all the time. But before we do that, let's jump in. Above and below, we'll start off with Chris, kind of introducing, talking a little bit about it, and then we'll go around the table to, uh, um, well, we'll hit Colin, and we'll hit, uh, or Wilson, and then John, and then I'll end it, and then I'll start the next round. So go ahead, Chris. Okay, cool. Yeah, so
1: um, I don't remember how I discovered Above and Below, but I was looking for a game that had a sort of adventure feeling. Um, One of the things... Some of us have played role-playing games. And you know one of the things that you need to play a role-playing game is you need a game master or a dungeon master to run the game. And we've tried various games that are sort of cooperative against a sort of automated deck, and they never quite seem to work out right. And so I had been looking for games mm-hmm. like that, um, where you could all sit down and play, and you didn't have to have anybody who was running the game. So this one came up in the list, and I did a little investigating. So that's part of the mechanic of it. Um, It's sort of an adventure, but it's also kind of a city builder and collection engine builder kind of game. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to do a full review. That's not our stick. But, you know, the basic idea is you start with some villagers, and you're exploring this, you know, new country and... One of the aspects is that there's this big underground cave system, thus above, you're building above ground, and below, you're exploring underground. Yeah, love so that, yeah. The, the the mechanic that I don't know that I've ever seen in another game, well, actually, I guess I can't say that. I mean, there are a few that have these sort of adventure books that you open, you know, uh, Seafall was one of those that, you know, you'd, you'd get some magic code and you'd open the book to the writing page and find out what happened. Um, Big one so it is is has a betrayal, book like that. It has a kind of a choose-your-own-adventure book. And it's yeah. one of the major mechanics. But what's great about it is, you know, it's not... You know, it's not the kind of stories that come up in a game like Elder Sign that are maybe a little darker or a little more violent, psychological. Um, and so I, I think the game... I'm going to look because I don't remember. You know, they, they're saying ages 13 and up. But... I play it with my family, and we've probably played it for about a year now. Um, so, you know, ages nine and twelve. Um, okay. Maybe my youngest is not going to be a strategy maven on exactly how to optimize mm-hmm. the city that's being built, the village. But she doesn't care. She's enjoying sending people into the caves and having adventures and rolling dice and seeing right. what happens. Uh, yeah. You know. So, so for me, those are all the great things. There's Enough strategy and enough engine development that, you know, power gamers like us and our friends don't feel left behind playing this game. This is not Mm Candyland. This is not, you know, you know, I'm gonna get sued by <laughs> Candyland now, but uh, you know. Yeah, it, let me
0: ask you a question. Does yeah. your uh, just, just while well, I'm thinking about because this is very pertinent to it. Does your kids do they do a lot of reading? Do they read books? Are they readers? Yeah, no. I mean,
1: my daughter's been through the whole okay. Harry Potter series, so
0: I mean, she's in gotcha. fantasy. That's a key point yeah. to this, and I just trying to bring it up in the conversation. Yeah, so that. I it's mean, good. it is
1: fantasy themed. It's sort of adventure
0: themed. I mean, you're sending your villagers, and they're encountering
1: encountering these sort of fantasy alien life forms underground and you're trading and you're interacting with the locals. And so, yeah, it it has, it's a very fantasy kind of oriented flavor. Um, and all the art is fantastic. It's a beautiful game. Um, so simplicity wise to actually get to the rating system here. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's more complicated than a random dice rolling game. Certainly. Um, Mm. it's, there's not a lot of resources to manage. I mean, there's kind of two or three, maybe three ways to score points. So kind of once you understand those, you know, you kind of know what you're doing. Um, and frankly, you can have a lot of fun playing this game and not care if you win, which to me is a major aspect of bringing new people to a table because, you know, I'm going to optimize my village and I'm going to have a massive right. score, but the other people at the table are still going to have fun even if I do that, you know. And, uh, you know, I can feel like I don't have to hyper-optimize to still enjoy the game. So uh, simplicity-wise, I guess I'm going to put it in maybe a 3 or a 4. I mean, it's certainly not a 1 or a 2. There's a couple of mechanics that are going on, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but it's not super complicated. Um, It's certainly below average in terms of complexity, not in terms of depth. There's a lot of game depth, I think, but in terms of figuring out what the rules are and what your actions can be during your turn, you know. I mean, I... Well, that'll bring it...
0: That brings up a little bit. So, between three and four. So, 3.5 on the simplicity will go with 3.5 on, 5 that on uh, for, the
1: simplicity okay. scale. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Johnny, what do you think? Playing the game? Played it how many times? Have you played it a few times or no? I played it once. Chris brought it over one okay.
2: time with it. Um, I was going to talk about um, how Descent was one of the first games I played that was kind of like a story in a box wrapped around a... a
1: oh, Descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
2: yeah. Very much not appropriate for you know your nine-year-old daughter to go play, right? No,
1: not really. Mm-hmm. It's uh, um, it's not that same kind of adventure either. I mean, it's much more, it's much more tactical. This is not a tactical right. game. Right. Right. Um, well,
2: right. Yeah. Then you have the highly strategic and big-time investment of Seafall that we also played. Yes. Um, it had a lot of story in it, um, which, which I thought was fun. I, I like until
1: that. it all collapsed.
2: So. Well, <laughs> what I liked about it was the. Um, it allowed you to just enjoy the theme, like I don't care, but I think I should just explore, even though I know it's probably going to hurt me, because that's what I should do. You know? Right? Yeah. Get the story of the game—that's what you should do. Um, yeah. So what I liked about Above and Below was that it was—it um, was like that. It was very story-driven. It wasn't a huge investment of you've got to play this 15 times. Um, you could play it. Um, you could play your own game, like you said. Rachel can play her. Her little game and just optimize what she wants, and uh, I don't forget about that. I just want to go explore this dungeon, or sorry, the yeah. the flow. I um,
1: want to grow apples and explore.
2: Okay, right. right. Have fun. And
1: while you're off
2: in your corner trying to you know min max your score as you as you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can still both do that at the table, and and neither of you feels left out of the game.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I, I you know, you're not. It's not one of these games where if one player dominates, the other players have nothing to do. Right. You know,
2: that's so, true. That's a good point too. The turns are you know, fast.
1: Yeah. I mean, you you go around the yeah. table quick. So. Yep.
2: So quick gameplay. You know, really engaging story, beautiful artwork, um, enough decisions to make it interesting, but not so many that your nine year old can't play. listening, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you got it right. I was going to say a four because that's the number I had in my head, but three or four is, is probably about right. Um, and. Okay. You know, just Factor, are we doing that later. That's next. That's what we we'll go around simplicity.
0: So you're a four. So three and a half and a four. Wills. I can't hear you. And we lost it. And we lost his audio. And can't hear you. Hang on. I'll bring up the other one. Hang on. Try it now. Back up audio. Oh, you Engage. muted
3: me. That's why you had me there muted. There it is. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. I can. Um, yeah, I think they're right on it. Three, four, maybe a little four and a half. But uh, I, th- I thought it was... Interesting game. I thought the more you played it, and if you played it with experienced players over and over again, it would even get—you know—it could get more difficult as you knew what to focus on and and how to try to score. Um, but when we played it, Chris, we had no idea what we were doing. We still had a fun game, uh, and she we were won, all right. Anyways. I won. Frankly. Oh, you won. I'm sorry. That's right. You won. No, no, no. Jump in there. No, no. That's he right. Won, that's right. I, I guess
1: my point I is, I did.
2: No. that's what See, i just point, should have said point, i should have let my mouth win if you didn't win if you would have uh, let me do
3: that one move i would have beat him but i said no he wouldn't let no me do mulligans it. in there's board it. games mulligans. all right all right we no but clear, i think clear, it's, clear. it's a good game but will one it's won. a good yes. game to bring to the table there's a definitive end to it too um because you have the the, the timeline with you know with the number of right. turns so you're not going to yeah. be there all night uh we were there a little longer than usual because we were learning it but uh all in all, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Chris's kids got involved, even though they weren't playing the that game. Cool. Yep. Yeah, they, they came and you know, read the, the
1: adventures because yeah. otherwise I would see the yeah. answers. So
3: they uh, were reading yeah, the adventures. Because exactly. I had
1: the adventure book. We were playing online. So. Um.
3: And then I was reading and, and there's a way to play it by yourself if you want. So, I mean, that, I thought it was a, an interesting, fun game that, uh, you know, but it's it's not too difficult. Um, if you had three or four guys or players that knew what they were doing, you know, like I said, you could increase the difficulty just by, you know, by, uh, making, you know, scoring a little better, but more intense um, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I and so was let fun. me ask
0: you this, because that's what I do moderating this. Would you, would your son play it?
3: Certainly. Yeah. Like for sure. He would. Okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. would
0: your, would your brother play it?
3: Uh, you know, my brother. yeah he would he would probably play it and enjoy it yeah i I think everybody would play this game you know what it's easy to learn um you know and you can ramp up pretty quickly with it so
0: okay Good. All right. So you give it a, what was your simplicity number? Four and a half. I'd, say, said, a, right? I'd
3: say a four. Yeah, four. I'd give it a okay, four. Okay. So we got
0: two fours. Two fours and three and a half. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump in on this and say, based on uh, my understanding of my worlds. Remember how we always talk about this, everybody's kids are different, everybody's um, world's different individuals. Um, I actually am going to start off by saying I give it a five and a half. So I don't mm-hmm. think, I think it's actually still falls just over the top of an intro game to bring in and the reason why I say this twofold one unless um, and here's a good point why would fall into four and a half would be if you have somebody that is a hardcore reader that enjoys like you know maybe they're doing a little choose your adventure uh, Harry Potter like you'd mentioned Chris that's why I ask every specific question because to me it's kind of a linchpin a linchpin in this game is that it would provide enough value within the stories that you read the quick adventures to get somebody deep enough to keep enjoying that per- version of that game yeah, so really when cool i look idea. at it and, and say if i have a children or somebody i'm bringing in that you know has never role played before in the past or whatever and that had, d- doesn't read right i think those were kind of uh, it's not a real mechanism. It's kind of a lull uh, thing. I'm just rolling some dice. I don't know if it had as much value into it. Oh yeah. So yeah. so it becomes an, el- an, an element that takes you away from the game of what's right here in front of me, and I'm doing this from a very it's kind of weird uh, 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 psychology. Point, or, uh, no, it's look legit. It, if, I, 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 yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was just agreeing with you. I, I think I think yeah. if, if if you're if you're coming at it from a you know if if you're um monopoly mechanic kind of board game player this game might yeah. be a little too touchy-feely you know um right but, yeah
0: that's a great way to say it touchy-feely yeah. is a good point of, of like well, i'm sitting down the play board and maybe not so much like the you know just the little mechanisms because because i want to get into the part where i love this game though um why i do think it's got a lot of value for an introduction is that the kind of uh resource management side of it isn't too deep where you can't understand it now I will though take this back because just quickly and say I played horrified from that conversation last t- game about the, the co-op You'll have to and absolutely that. freaking love love that game. And what I love about that game is you want to talk about the most simplistic resource management tool to start teaching people to get into resource management, that one way outweighs uh above and beyond or above and below a huge amount because it's even one more simply simpler version of it however i do think that this one gives it a little bit but that's why it's five and a half in that four and a half or four because a game like horrified would be three in that world right to be able to do that so um if you play this if you don't know horrified check out the last show we talked a little bit about its co-op game um with some uh, thematic cool um old school monsters and so forth but so for this game, um, why I say five and a half is that, I do think that the uh, that it is spot on though, if you're really considering, you're at a game store looking for a kiddo game or looking for something to that you don't have to feel worried about that it's gonna come across uh, 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 or being an issue as far as content, 100%. I think the above and below um, side of it, that mechanism is fantastic. I think that's something you don't see in a lot of games, that it really does bring a new kind of, dare I say level, right, um, to, to the, the gameplay, which uh, which I think then breaks people out of the normal, here's the board that you're playing on, kind of a two-dimensional, and creates a three-dimensional world for somebody all, to, to advance themselves. Yeah. And advances themselves into the gaming world. So in that case is why I didn't make it a six and a half, really spend some time thinking about this because I thought it was, yeah. wasn't the easiest game to play, honestly, to teach somebody. But these <laughs> things do have a little more value that I think in the end makes them a gamer that will come back and come back and come back and do what we're yeah. trying to get done here. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, that's where I'm I at think so I think those are all half.
1: very valid points.
0: Um, five and a half on that for me. So... All right, so now we're going to just uh, switch it around on the dust factor, okay? And now we say we have this game out, we've played it once, okay? We've introduced it, we all believe this is where we are in the simplicity factor. Now, when are we bringing it back, all right? So for me, I think this one is a very key pivotal game on the, the individuals you play with, meaning, I think the people you first show it to will be the ones when they come back over, or the or the kiddos. It's time to play again. You might pick it up again quickly. And I think to Wilt's point is that I think the more you play it, the more you get involved. It becomes a fantastic game. It really blows up to a lot of either competitive play if you wanted to, or more the uh, thematic play if you get into the stories because your kids crushed it. I'd rather listen to them read me stories all night long than actually play the game. That's how great they were. But that was the kind of piece that goes, okay, that's cool. So I think. It, it would be a game that the dust factor would be relatively low on it i'm going to give it a probably a, a three and a half to uh to a four let's say three and a half um because i do think it has enough elements to where there's enough gaming elements to keep it come back and back and back um yeah. and then just for me to play myself if i had a buddy over and say hey check this game out," i played with the kids or whatever to do it so i give it a three and a half on
3: that as pithy as i can be let's go to wilts yeah i would give it a low of figure i think um i wanted to play again the next night after we played it just because i wanted to try a different strategy than i than i used the first time um so yeah i would give it a low number i'd say after you played it four or five or six times it might the dust might build a little more um yep. but yeah you, I thought, you know i think it yep. yeah it'd be yeah it'd be an easy yeah. game to, to pick up uh the more you play it the better you get and then it might it might fall off after you hear some of the stories over and over again um, and you tried out the different strategies, but I'd give it a three, three or four.
2: Nice. So also three and a half as well. Two, three and a half. Johnny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the game um, in, in terms of in my house with my kids and Kathleen, I don't think this one we get played as much just because of who my kids are. They're 18 and 16 boys. You know, they're, they wouldn't take to this one as much as they take to games that are a little heavier on strategy, just because of, of how my family has evolved in gaming. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. They are not readers, they never were readers, they never read Harry Potter. You know, they had a few things they liked to read, but that's just- To not- my point on that, right? Yeah. So to the but, point okay, remain, so Johnny,
0: but let me ask you to keep on just going down the road. If you brought somebody new over, like now maybe not your kiddos themselves, somebody that's new, a friend down the road, um, your neighbors, right? Would this game be something you bring out? Was this where where do you where do you think, as far as would it be over and over again? Would it come
2: out? Yeah, I, I think the story aspect of it um, can help get past the uh, the stigma or the fear of new game, right to say. So you if you trick somebody into ah, game, yeah in a way, right? You're. Yeah. It's a
1: choose-your-own-adventure. You want to do that, right?
2: Yeah, and, and you remember and those books? Like more of an activity, or like a, a lot of people um, of our generation grew up playing, you know, the Monopoly and those games where there's a winner and there's a loser, and this is the kind of game where even, like you said, even if you lose. Like wow, I had an awesome time just listening to this really. Yeah, but you remember when
1: that thing happened? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's Uh, let's. I mean, let's not confuse the the reading. I mean, it's not Finnegans Wake here, right? They're (laughs) pretty short stories that you're uh, that you're reading with a you know like with the Choose Your Own Adventure. Sponsored by Finnegans Wake. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean it's yeah. not just you know it's not the Iliad we're trying to read here, but you know no, it is I a mean, component of
2: it for sure. But we have I a little chuckle. It's, it's a it's a minute or so of, of reading. You yeah. have a little chuckle. Yeah, but you oh. really don't have to either. It, like we talked about,
0: it's not a mechanism you actually. I mean, I guess it is a big part of the game because if not, then it's it's this all. I think you could play but, the
1: game without adventuring. I seem to
0: recall when I brought it for game night,
1: John, and we played it. Somebody I, did. Was it you? It didn't, didn't go, go into in- the caves at all, and I seem to recall you had a pretty good score. So there's absolutely yeah, way I,
3: I only you can I only play it a couple of times. As a city I beat him, so. Which, by the yeah, way, I did on yeah. purpose.
2: I was like, "What happens if I don't go underground at all?" And yeah. you, I mean, <laughs> but
3: work you know, that
0: system Johnny, work that system. But you don't come
2: in last. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I, so
2: anyway, so what was your so score?
0: Yeah, Dust Factor. What do you give us, bud? Oh,
2: so if you wanted to say Dust Factor in my house, it's probably not a game I would pick up for my house. Um, yeah, okay. That's fair. So it'd be yeah. high up. It'd be high up on there. Okay. Yeah. It would be a high number, but I don't want to say that because I don't want to give it a bad rap. It's
0: No, it's okay. No, it's all right. That's all good. I, mean, I, that's I think that's why there's that's four, why four I of got us four here. here. Right. right. So
2: you say an eight? You think an eight? Nine? nine I would say seven? it wouldn't come off the shelf much if I got it. I think I'd get one so or two. Give eight. it a nine. You'd say, yeah. Yeah. That's Fun, I get it, but let's play terraforming Mars again. Right, but it's not a game for new players, right? Right, right,
0: yeah, okay, gotcha. All right, so that's good stuff. We got it all in Chris. You're, uh... yeah, so, um, so for us, this is probably
1: one of the top three games that gets played in our house, um, right now, um, you know, and, and those are probably this game, uh, Kingdom Builder, and Can't Stop are probably if it's just, we want to throw a game on the table and nobody wants to think about what game we're going to play. We're going to grab one of those three and they're going to come to the So season. you're
0: actually doing the segue into the next one. So for this game, you give it a, what's your Dex desk factor for this game? Uh,
1: it's, there is no dust I mean, you know, this box so is it's a one you know so I it mean, it's, it's one. a one or a two i mean does it go lower Perfect. than one yeah so for for us this is yeah. absolutely this and john is it. and john hit the point and shane hit the point your, your points are right on you know i'm at the point where i have children who are expanding into more complicated gaming environments we've done a little role-playing they are both into fantasy and science fiction because you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and you know as wilts put it the reading isn't complicated you don't need to be a advanced reader but as shane said you know, if you're the sort of person who likes to do a voice for the little old lady that you find in the cave, it's super fun, you know, it's like, it's and really everybody gets yeah. to participate, you know, if it's my yeah. turn to be adventuring, then it's, you know, my son's turn yeah. to read the adventure, if he's adventuring, then it's my daughter's bring
0: turn. The, to bring the game out for any theater uh, student, yeah, uh, you, so, so, you know, that's a friend of yours, that's and, for sure. You know, That'd both of fun.
1: my kids are into yeah. that, so, you know, there, there's this whole Very aspect cool. of, you know oh, I, you know, what's the right voice for the, you know, little old man that I right. found in the cave today, you know? And so they have, yeah. they have fun with that too. So for so us, it, up again. it just, it just hits all the sweet spots. And, you know, my son and I also get to enjoy it at that level. And, and Rachel's getting there soon. Um, yeah. where we're, you know, we're min-maxing the snot out of this, trying to beat the other guy you know and it that's cool too and but we're still having fun and that's what i really love i really think these guys like there's
2: two simultaneous games going on it's like yeah and that's okay well rachel and chris are just just having fun
1: going you know and 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 i think you know what and that's a family
2: game that's good that's a sweet spot
1: because you know i can if i want to bring a game so you know even a game like kingdom builder which I know yeah. I'm segueing ahead, but you know, if I bring a game yeah. like that to the table, that's a little more strategy intense. Yeah. And if you're not really in the mood to be strategic, then you're not gonna sit down and play. You know, but this game I can right. bring out and okay, fine, cool. I'll just hang out and I'll so, do some adventures. So yeah, for me it's so, like it's absolutely in the sweet spot for us right now. Yeah. So
0: awesome. So let's just do a recap on that. So the simplicity, we had it uh, uh, three and a half for and simplicity
1: a half. and a one for dust
0: factor. Got it. Okay, um, cool. All right. So, and uh, we'll put this up, and I'm going to add in the show notes even just our numbers and everything to have it too. And we'll put the sheet together in general as we go along on these things. I think it's important for us to keep in mind, and remember, but to uh, before we. Yeah, before we segue, this is the good example of, uh, if you check this out, You the white uh, paper that comes out will be a number of these elements and these factors that we're talking about within these games that we do, and we'll put them on there, and you'll be able to explore those type of elements and those characteristics using example games like we're talking about here on the show, so we'll keep that up. Um, so now the segue, because it's, it's kind of perfect, we're talking dust factor, right, and we thought, well, if we keep talking about each individual game, well us you know whether than having the racks of games behind us, like everybody else that does these shows, and we all have our share what um, game comes out the most often, right? And I guess Chris already started uh, tipping his hand on that, but I just want to bring that out for the, uh, you know, uh, viewers, listeners, and folks as they take a look at this uh, cast down the line. What is the the game that you'd reach um, for the most often, which you feel, you know what, may not be necessarily the game to bring out for the newbies the first one. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. If you know, if you do get them gaming and get them going, what's the game to buy? What's the one to have, Right. So, um, we'll, let's go uh, uh, reverse order on that, and we'll start. So, the number one dust factor, it's got to be a one, or as close to it as possible. Uh, Johnny of course, we all have enough you. games
1: that none of them come out repeatedly.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but again, if you think yeah. about it, which one do you lean on if you need to, right? And there's time to do it. So, we'll start with Johnny,
2: go to Chris, and then Will's. So, Johnny. Oh, okay. So, the, yeah, the game that comes out the most for us right now is Terraforming Mars, which is the anti great game of what this channel is for, of the, what this cast is yep. for. Yep, yep, um,
0: but a great game,
1: which is
2: what episode two that we did. Yeah, go ahead. So, my kids now both have jobs, they're you know, they're getting busier. Um, as we were slowly reopening here in, in where we live, um, so we're more apt to do a couple of quick 20 minute games after dinner, uh, you know, before Jeopardy. On, which we've been watching together. Um, gotcha. so we'll play oh, nice. uh, point salad comes out a lot. Uh, a quick game of zombie dice. Um, we played Jenga the other night, so there's nice a- Jenga's a classic because you know, you just you grab a beer or a,
1: True.
2: a white claw, whatever the heck people drink today. Yeah, um, and you just sort of have to concentrate as an activity. And yeah. the whole point of all this is right, get around the table, put the phones away, and play a game together. Um mm-hmm last sunday we played monopoly god help me um the kids oh, said, better they, you and me i said pick one they came down with monopoly and I won't and did be like, you get, actually get play upstairs. by the get rules you played by all the rules it took us about an hour and 15 minutes yeah you know we had auctions and it you know, wasn't a themed version, like some kind of themed, like I don't know. Uh, now, do, do, you know your, uh, glee,
3: do your Glee? Do your, thing? do your fees go into free parking, and when you land on it, you win the nope. money? Is that it? Not if you want no? the game to
1: end. Not if nope. you want the game. See, that's the problem. See, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, there's so a whole bunch of people
3: in this I, world. I, there's a
1: whole <laughs> crazy thing about Monopoly being this game that takes forever <laughs> and it's super boring. Play it by the rules. The game will not last more kinds than two of hours. I world. guarantee
2: you. Awesome. But yeah, we've been playing a lot of Draftosaurus. is coming off the shelf a lot for us, um, which is a newer uh, game. Are these
0: all number ones?
2: These are all low dust factor 20-minute games that I think are, for. if you're out there listening, and you so have you're teenage kids that aren't hardcore gamers or like hardcore gaming but are low on time, or uh, these games I've introduced to non-gamers. My hardcore gaming kids play it like they only like the bigger games usually. Um People that don't know th- these games, because it takes 15 minutes and then you screw it up, you mess up every rule, and then you just play again. Right. Yeah. So um, gotcha. for me, my number one games are those 20 minute kind of Spiel de Jars kind of category games cool. that are a little heavier than a party game, but not, not a, a huge commitment. So those are some examples okay. of it.
0: Well, that's really good. You said a lot of games in a short period of time. That's good. That's very pithy. Good stuff. Sorry. Um, all right, Chris. So he's got a one. Play, rules, on. play by the <laughs> rules, Shane. Play by the rules. Play by the rules. Play by the
1: rules. Play by all the rules. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I already tipped my hand on this, obviously. So yep. Above and Below is one for us. Um. I think it's great for new gamers. It's also a game that you can play again and again. Uh, Wilt's made a great point, though. You know, we play it maybe two or three times, and then it sits for a little while because, you know, we kind of – need a different thing. Um, Kingdom Builder is a game we go back to again and again. Uh, It's possible to play with new gamers, but I'm not sure I would necessarily call it the first game I would bring a new gamer in. If you have some people who play more complicated games occasionally, you can pretty much get them into this. If you have a family that's into playing games, you can certainly get them into this. It's not a complicated game at all. Um, But it's a couple of notches above, I'm not reviewing it right now, but you know, I'm trying to (laughs) calibrate. And then like I said, we tend to pull out out Can't Stop. Can't Stop is a great one. What a great game. I mean, it's so simple. And you know, this is a game I would absolutely play with anybody. Anybody who knows how to add numbers on dice can play Can't Stop and play it effectively and yeah. almost everybody has a basic understanding of probability and can, you know, even sort of min-max the game. But you just need one player and this is inevitably my son who just, you know, gets three lucky rolls and just decides to shoot the moon. And he'll lock yeah. a column in the first freaking turn yeah. and then the whole rest of the game has shifted, you know. So uh, that game we just hang out the- again and again. Um, gotcha. The only thing about I could stop come up with ball, some geez. others, but those are probably the ones when I think of let's go play a game.
0: Those are the right. ones we pull then out. You go grab that one. Got it. Yeah. John, it's just saying? so darn expensive. I, I, and I'll It is a bit
1: ridiculous. But, no, I'll be the first Which one? one. Can't stop. Can't stop yeah. is kind of ridiculous for what you're really buying. But what you get you know, i don't spend a lot i
0: don't spend a lot on games you know that
2: so <laughs> but what you yeah. get is you get you get literally dozens of game sessions sitting around a table with people so you you can't really value on that yeah so that's a good doing point doing. yeah but um for the material that you get you don't get a lot of
1: it, it does feel like you spent a lot of money and i will yeah. say pretty much and i'm sure this is a thing but i don't necessarily condone it because you know the sid saxon foundation deserves their money but you know the a 3d printer would pretty much make
0: that game board obsolete yeah.
1: and you know, dice or yeah. dice and you know, the rest is
0: what I'm going to That's
3: good. So. All
0: right. We got yours. Wiltz. What do you got?
3: Yeah. As Bug knows, I rely on him a lot for my gaming, but uh, you know, my family kind of goes old school. Uh, I play a lot of risk. And we play a nice. lot of Monopoly at the house. Nice. Um,
0: yeah.
3: Risk is by far one of my all-time favorites. But, we uh, bring if, that one out as from as time as the, to time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you have Risk Legacy game. rules? I don't. I have the old school Risk. you, know? you got to try, try Risk it. Legacy. It's on the phone. Is it good? Yeah, yeah it's good. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, but when, when Bob wants to play something, I, I really enjoy Dice Throne a lot. We play a lot of that. Um, you know, and uh, Key Forge is another good one that that he bought me that I have that, that comes out from time to time. So, um, you know, my favorite all-time game, I did love Terraforming Mars, and I'd love to try that on tabletop. I don't know if it's doable or not, but uh, I think my favorite all-time game is still that Firefly game. I still think the way that it was broken out on the table Such a
1: beautiful and game.
3: all the things it that is. you can do with it. I, I thought that game was a blast. And I think the, I think a lot of families would have to stop a the good signal man. One, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it takes yeah. a long time to play. I mean, keep exactly. that in mind, the but uh, insane, just like right. monopoly when you, when you get free money for free parking, but yeah. mm-hmm.
2: don't do
0: it. <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> Say right. no to free parking.
3: Uh, <laughs> that's,
2: yeah. That's all those games.
0: an entire
2: day. game. Yeah.
0: But you know what, though? That's the thing. If you're going to do it and you put it in, so it's kind of cool because then you got to add that factor of time. Now, it's one thing um, yeah. we've talked a little bit about in in, in our, our conversations, yet it's not a necessarily an important element or theme. If depending on the person you're dealing with, like we want to make it, you know, it's got to be within four hours, three hours, two hours, you know, for a new person. I think that all depends on the individual too, that you're going, if somebody comes over and says, okay, I'm going to try to game, let's get onto it. Then that firefly man, and if he even knows the thing, whatever it's like, this is the thing to go. Yeah. But if he's like, "Ah, yeah, we're just coming over for the night. And you know, and we're gonna sit down. And I'm just talking right. about like a general, let's say, a friend gamer. You don't want to pull that out because of yeah. that type of situation. But You spend as the, factor, their entire understand. level
1: of their available time yeah. just explaining what the tokens in the game mean. Sure. Yeah, and you don't <laughs> so,
3: want them but, sitting there going, "What the hell did I get myself into?" By I'm coming over to family. his house again. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's right. And
1: that's yeah. exactly the opposite right.
0: of what we're trying to do with this show. So I will jump right. in with my one, and I know uh, um, it's. Uh, we. I don't think I've ever talked much about it on the show, but all my buddies here know um, I am 100% um, Heroscape. I, believe, I knew it.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I believe. I'm going to say
2: Heroscape.
3: Uh, Do you really it bring it out down. that often?
0: You, oh, my gosh. Oh, you don't get the I pictures? Play,
2: he I get the pictures. I it
3: more yeah, than he does. I'm apparently not
1: on that. Forward on.
0: Forward on all the, on the, uh, on the, on the pictures. Okay. <laughs> Here's why, folks, and, and very simply, is that the game mechanics are so easy and so simple to play it is three numbers three things you deal with the visual of the game with its three-dimensional it setup insane. now the pre-setup is me doing an hours worth of work or 40 minutes worth of work before we come sit down so understand your time as a game uh gamer the the host or whatever is going to take more to do this but i don't mind it i it's me it's therapeutic to build these concepts like you know uh coming up with new um New looks and different levels, but here's the thing. Check it out. escape is no longer available. Matter of fact, I think uh, Whiz Kids or Wizard of the Coast bought it to pull it out the shelf. Just so bought all the remaining
1: stuff. pieces. I do. <laughs>
0: Actually, I still bought them. I just bought two more uh, uh, sets on it, and they're not cheap. So this is not something that you're going to find easy. You got to go to eBay. You got to go whatever. But I promise you, if you got kids, if you got to, which is a the theme of this uh, show as well and you got um, time to, uh, to set things up, you bring somebody over, they will sit down and they will play the game. And the main reason why I'll tell you is that it's the number one dust factor is you can thematically create any character you want to be on the game board. So for instance, we've done Naruto, we've done Predator versus Aliens, we've done, um, uh, we've actually done, um, What's the uh, video game that all the kids are playing? Uh, It's um, Siege, Rainbow Six Siege, the operators. We've created all these characters and put them on the board and they use their special abilities and everything to actually create an unbelievable thematic uh, day. So you could find out who that person is that likes what come over, prep it with these characters because it's no longer made. You're, you can use the standard characters that are available out there, which makes it really, really easy to understand learn quickly. Or you can create a world for somebody coming over to immerse them in that moment. Takes about anywhere between an hour to uh, two hours if you're just playing along, depending on how difficult you get. And the game creates somebody going, wow, what an experience. We do that all the time for ourselves because we've never come away from that going, wow, that was, you know, that sucked. It was amazing because we've always kept into a different theme that we've done it with, and the game itself is so simple and easy to do, but it keeps you going going, and everybody gets the turns go by fast, and things continue on. So, hands down, uh, check it out, Heroescape. It's, uh, like I said, it's uh, out, of, out of print, out of production right now. Unless I can get my hands on the license, I will pay for it, and we'll uh, get it going again. <laughs> but that's hands down number one, without, without a doubt. So, Bogue, the, uh, I'm going to ask animators. you a question then. Go for it.
1: So, what's your alternate? So, what's a game that someone could actually go out and get that would
0: get well, their time makes, at your house? Yeah, so the game is roughly about 60 bucks, to uh, 60 to 80 bucks to get to start off with it. So, it's not horrible. You can still get them. You can still buy them. So, it's not it. The other game um, that would come out Fireball uh, Island? Uh, no, we actually haven't brought that game out much because uh, Heroescape's better and that's kind of got the it's same. It's super cool to play dramatic. once. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, I hate this. Yeah. Sorry, Rob. Uh, Rob, maybe. but um, it's a game we haven't played a lot of, even though I think it's got uh, value. Boy, well, you got me because I really wasn't prepared for another one on that because I think then we go into this whole kind of level series of bundling, like John's talking about, where we have different um, games we'd bring out. I think a Dice Thrones is a huge uh, one that Wilton had mentioned. I have not that's a game that. that we bring out. I'm uh, sorry to admit this. Great. You guys have I mean, talked about this game. How have we not played this? We- yet? Well, well, like, because you're gracious enough to teach us on uh, yours, we'll set you up. We'll, we'll play that one. Yeah, and we'll let's show do you it. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, so that's one that definitely comes out. And I know I'm missing one. Um, up until probably up until a year and a half ago, I mean, uh, X-Wing was a game that got no dust. X-Wing game. Yeah. Yeah. But then when, they, yeah, yeah, but then when they, they decided to tweak it, go to a, uh, you know, a wave eight or nine, which I couldn't afford, or even I couldn't afford to do because I'm buying all, spending all my money on games. Um, I, yeah, I, they changed the entire game up, which I think yeah. is a big no-no, which is good conversation for another show. And I've actually watched some uh, folks from like Covenant um, and uh, Team Covenant and those guys talk about how that can kill it. And it really did. It took people that were totally sick and loving the game to be like, oh, wait, now I got to change. You told me it's going to be better, but still was fine before. And so it didn't uh, quite make the shift. In my Humble gaming opinion. So that was probably a game up until a year and a half ago. That that was my one uh, dust factor too. That's now uh, no longer. It sits uh, and sits there and starts. But at dust. least it
1: looks so. cool when it's sitting there collecting
0: dust. They do. They do. And again, that's a big part of us. We're very tactile. We got to visually see it, feel, and do it. That's you know why Firefly you mentioned is good. You're These games I are mean, air escapes i love it yeah i collect i you know i like good quality games and i do like that version of where mean, miniatures does bring another element to sure to does. the tactile feel and and play of, of games so they're not cheap i mean that's the difference i mean you're always you know adding to a destiny i mean i'm a big ffg guy so i, you know, I can go on and on about those games but um yeah so that's probably where i was with that so good stuff guys cool. um thanks for Dust the all right yeah, so let's just uh, we'll, uh, recap by saying uh, Gen Con, we got that coming up next week, I believe, on Thursday, which is a big thing. woo uh, Gen Con, we appreciate them allowing us to, to host that segment and uh, and uh, really develop this concept to. that we're doing. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what comes out of it. We'll, we'll pull some good information. We'll get that out to you guys. Uh, those that are watching, listening, wants to be a part. Uh, be a part of the show or get that information. You can always go to uh, Board Stiff on YouTube. Check our ugly mugs out on other shows uh like and subscribe or whatever the heck they say about it uh that's important at uh board stiff at board stiff four is um our twitter so you can uh send us pithy comments if you'd like we appreciate it uh boardstiffgamer at gmail.com we can obviously send me an email and we'll send you that back uh that file once it's done and then of course board stiff in, dot info. that gives you kind of the background of who we are what we do and uh, the podcast itself on the audio version so you can pick it up there all right gentlemen good good strong content show as always you guys are the bestest besties yeah. so we appreciate it spending the time doing this so we'll try to get back on maybe a little quicker than uh, next once we uh get our uh our gaming vibe on with this uh, gen con and do another one love you guys